Hello and welcome to Speak Truth to Power. My name is Urban Hill and I'm your host. And today's topic will be about the Can You Cope Death. And before I go any further than I just want to uh, honor God, honor Jesus Christ, and honor the Holy Spirit. Because we can do nothing without them. And they're not three. They're not a trinity. There's only one God. There's only one church, one faith, and one baptism. I want to talk about Kenya because of the, the cult death toll. Uh, it rises to 95 and so forth. And the government has set a curfew behind this. And what, how does that happen to people to be led astray like that? To kill themselves? To do that? We all remember Jim Jones, what happened there. And this is on a smaller scale, but it doesn't matter. Death is death. If you're led wrong and you take people's lives or you coerce them into believing in something because they have made you a God, that's wrong. You're not going to get away with it. You're going to pay for it more than one way. You're going to deal with it on you with your soul with God and man is going to punish you. Uh, so this coming from Nairobi, Kenya, uh, the latest death toll in Kenya Cult investigation has risen to 95 as the government announced a dust and dawn curfew on ranch owned by a pastor who is accused of ordering his followers to fast to death. That's disturbing. There's nowhere that's in the scripture tells you to starve yourself, fast yourself to death to see Christ. Nowhere. So, so what that tells me is that these people were lacking understanding. They were ignorant toward the word of God. They didn't have a teaching. These people were very vulnerable for that to happen. And this pastor took full advantage with, with plenty of help to do it. The pastor's name was Pastor Paul McKenzie, who was arrested for allegedly directing his followers to fast to death in order to meet Jesus. Remains in police custody until at least May the 2nd he heads the Good News International Church. Police says they took 22 people into custody during Wednesday's search and rescue operation. Authorities have rescued 33 people from the property, which is near the town of Medea. Since police raided the ranch earlier this month, a Kenyan Red Cross Society said 314 is the latest missing persons figure. Movement will now be restricted on the ranch for 30 days. Curfew have also been declared between 1,800 hours in the evening and up to 0,600 hours in the morning for 30 days. Now we can read into it any way we want, but the chances are there are more bodies other than 95 with 800 acres. That's a lot of land to hide a lot of bodies. So I'm expecting them to find a lot more. And that's extremely, extremely sad that that has happened. That's a lot of bodies to assume. But let's go back to how they're being misled to take their lives to, to fast and start themselves to death. How does one get into someone's head to do that? How many people that you know uh, have made their pastor a God because 
He has charming words, the way he dressed, the way he entertained from the pulpit. How many of you see this in your church? And how many of you have felt for this? Not understanding that you're not getting fed the way you should be fed, the way God expects a shepherd to do. But understand that if he wasn't motivated and cultivated and have the counsel of God in him, there is no way your church is going to change from your evil ways. So what has happened here, many people fall into that, not by going to church for the right reason for God, to build a relationship with God, not there to go there for the people. Yes, you should go there to fellowship, but your main objective is to go there to be influenced by God. That should be your biggest influencer in the world is God. But many of us go there for social, because our friends, because family went there, because I sang in the choir, because I know someone in the choir. Many reasons we go there, but not always for the right reason. Let's understand here that this is gonna happen again, over and over. Maybe big as Jim Jones or not big as Jim Jones, but a life is a life and every life is important, no matter what. No one has a right to mislead people to die like that. But let's understand, the pastor that did this is not led by God, he's led by demonic spirits. He's a false prophet, a false teacher, false pastor, whatever titles he's given himself, it's all false. But God has warned us about these things are gonna happen. But because we don't study to show a proof for ourselves, and we lean on the pastor to do it for us, we get misled and get misinformation especially when he's not a pastor that come from God. If he didn't come from God, you don't know what type of direction you're gonna get or what's gonna come out of his mouth. See, so we have a problem that as long as the pastor's not uh, coming at us about our sins and our unholiness, most of us don't have a problem about what he says and what he does because we're not holding our feet to the fire. We're not held accountable. So we have no problem about what he says and what he does. This is where we have to stop and understand that if you're going to go back with Christ and you want to be with Christ and you're a true believer, but you're sitting in a false church, and if you haven't repented of those things and have been baptized the correct way on the Acts 2 and 38, because all men were called to repent, every one of us, can I get away from that? In order to be in the body of Christ, you have to go be born of the water and the spirit. That's not, that's how you join church. It's not go sit in a chair and then stand up and give a couple of statements about yourself or shake the preacher's hand. That's not how you join church. That's how you become a member of the church. Now you become obligated. See, once you become obligated, now you're under a a, a, a cloud when they ask you something you got the you got the answer so if he says hey remember i need three hundred dollars they're expecting every member to give three hundred dollars you may not have it to give because you have other bills to pay because you obligated yourself and went into the church the wrong way not being baptized born of the water and spirit on the x2 238 you went to sit in a chair and gave a statement yourself and took you to the back and took your information now you're part of an organization, not the party of body of Christ. You are still a sinner. 
It's not raising your hand, put your hand to the TV. That doesn't get you into heaven, doesn't get you in the process of building a relationship or lead you to holiness. See, so all these things gets us in trouble. And God spoke clearly about pastors and war unto the pastor's spouse sheep. You never hear them talk about that, do you? Woe unto the pastor's scattered sheep because it puts them in accountable for their actions. They know what God said about them. Also what he said about the pastors and the false prophets and these priests and all these things right here. How many of you go on social media and someone always got, I got a prophecy for the day. God told me this, God said that. But you never hear him say the prophecy of the day is everybody repent of your sins. Every now and then you hear someone uh, type in something or someone uh, say something about repentance, but it doesn't come from pastors, prophetess, or prophet they so call themselves. Understand this, people. These folks that say they're an apostle. If they're an apostle, they would have the same spirit that the actual apostle had because the apostles had the same spirit Christ had. Now think about this, if they had the same spirit, they would have the same doctor train with them. But they don't. They have their own doctor train, this modern day stuff. That's not in the word of God at all. So you understand how they deviated from that because there's no profit in it for them. So they come up with their own doctor train so they can be able to get your money. That's it. You're about your money, not about your souls. So they're going to deviate away from the teaching of Christ. So remember, Christ said, Upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not be prevailed against it. So if they're not going to teach what Christ taught the disciples and what the disciples learned from Christ, they taught and they did not deviate or contradict one another or contradict the holy prophets in the Old Testament. Matter of fact, they all quoted the Old Testament because the New Testament hadn't came into play yet. So there's a lot of teaching that's not being taught. The truth is not being taught. And people understand, if your church is not giving what you expect, the truth, get out of that church. And you keep going from church to church and up under these false teachers, false prophets. If you keep getting the same thing, the sheep are scattered with no shepherd then go home. Stop giving your money to dead churches. Nothing has happened. The signs are not there. Do not sit in the pews and die spiritually. That is not what God wants you to do. There are plenty of holiness churches out there. Search for a pastor that believes in Acts 2.38 and been baptized on Acts 2.38. That believe in holiness, believe in preaching against uncleanness, Believe in preaching against marriage and divorcing over and over and over and over and adultery, fornication. You need someone to tell you about that uncleanness because we all have made that mistake and done these things. But don't be foolish enough not to repent of it. Think about it. This is how we get infiltrated by the enemy. So let's talk about what God says about these false prophets and, and these, these uh, people that proclaim that they are sent from God and how they lie on God.
treacherously without any shame of what they're doing. Here's God in Jeremiah 23 and 21. I have not sent these prophets yet. They ran. I have not spoken up to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil ways and from the evil of the, their doings. And I am a God at hand, say the Lord, and not a God afar off. He's telling, I'm close. But if they had my counsel, when I send them, the people are going to turn from the evil ways. Now think about this. Every time God sent a prophet out, it was all about going to a city or a country or an individual about changing your evil ways and repent. This is how you know that they're coming from God. They're not going to come any other way but about your wrongdoings. So that's that warning. So remember when they did that and you choose not to change, then what he did was that destruction came after that. So everybody get that warning that time to change. So people choose to do so. Now here's, here's God going again, Father. Can any hide himself in secret places that shall not see him, say the Lord. Do not I feel heaven and earth, say the Lord. 25, I have heard what the prophet said that prophesied lies in my name, saying I have dreamed, I have dreamed. 26, how long shall that be in the heart of the prophet that prophesies lies? Yea, they are prophets in the deceit of their own hearts. How, see how they, they always saying, God said this, God said that, he said that, and he said nothing. But many people fall for that and, and, and eat that up. God said this, God said you're going to be uh, rich in this amount of time. God said this is going to happen for you. God telling us right there, I told them nothing. They doing this on their own, in their own deceit, in their own heart. Is what he's saying. And here, here where he goes further here. Is it not? And this is from 29, 23 and 29. Is it not my word like as a fire, say the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, say the Lord, that steal my words, every one from my neighbors. That's the first 30. 31. Behold, I am against the prophets, say the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he said, talking about God said something he didn't say. 32, behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, say the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies, by their likeness. Yea, I sent them not nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit these people at all, say the Lord. Now you find it all the way in, in Jeremiah 23, and 23 all the way to uh, 32. 
So Jeremiah 23, verse 1, already 32, he's talking about the pastors, he's talking about the false prophets. It goes for all. Let's show you how angry God was about these people. So understand that in order for us to even get remotely to get the process going, before you even repent, you have to have the willingness to surrender, the alcohol, the drugs, willing to give it all up, the willing to give in, and the willingness to give over. If we can do those things, repentance begins in the heart. Once we repent, forgiveness automatically steps in. Now we lead into baptism, being ready to be born of the water and spirit and become a new creature now. Once that goes down, once we come up, all we have to do is tarry and wait. Now there's some people receive the Holy Spirit right away. And I can't tell you why is that. And some have to tarry and stay in the word faithfully and still seek God heart daily. And they wind up receiving and speaking in tongues. See, it's all on God's time, not ours. That's what's important. To be patient and tarry and wait. And that what makes us a strong believer when we can do that. So, listeners, take to heart what I'm saying. If that church that you're in is not teaching and preaching what Christ did against sin, preaching repentance, preaching holiness, and remember, Christ spoke truth to power. Not being afraid at all. So when a pastor starts preaching the way the disciples were teaching, and he's had the same anointing and spirit they have, he's not going to worry about your feelings, what you think. He's not going to talk about what's going to make you feel good because the word of God is, is correction. And holiness is painful. And when it swings, it swings hard and hit hard. But that hardness wakes you up about the walk you're walking, the talk you're talking. And many of us are crying out for change. Many of us are tired of hop church hopping from place to place and getting the same thing. But just remember, slow down. God will lead you to the right churches. Get to your knees and pray. He will lead you to the right church. But you have to get on your knees and do it and be patient and he leads you in the right place. But be willing, as I said, to surrender all those things that hold you back from God, to give up, to give over, give in. From there, repentance starts, leads to faith, leads to, sorry, to forgiveness, leads to baptism, being born of the water and of the spirit, leads to the promises that he gave that he said. In Acts 2.38. If we do all those things. I'm sure. And positive. That any of us. Can be into the body of Christ. And that's how you get into the church. It's not about sitting in a chair in front of people. And giving a statement. It's not about saying the prayer. The sinner's prayer. Or shaking the preacher's hand. That's not how you join a church of God. Or the body of Christ. That's how you join an organization. That's what that is. An organization that you're under. You're not up under God. You're up under an organization. 
And the first time you walk in there and sit into a whole, a whole church service, and that service doesn't point you to God at the end of that church service, you heard nothing about repentance, baptizing, get out of there. Get out of there. Don't waste your time getting in there. Folks, that has, this has been my time. And I appreciate every listener. Be sure to like, comment, and follow. And when you follow, you receive content. Uh, as soon as it comes out, it comes directly to you. Uh, I appreciate you. God bless you. And do not be led astray by any pastor. Take care. It's been my time.